When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time for another episode of the Pikel Podcast, and the timing is fantastic because it was approximately, if I can do the math, about 18 hours ago, maybe not even, um, that Rutgers was finishing off Indiana as they bounced back from the loss at Illinois over the weekend in the coach's office. Coach Steve Pikel, how are we doing? It seems like we just left here five yeah. minutes ago, so uh, we're back at the grind. Um, you know, what a great environment. I'm just always, you know, I say this many times, but just thankful. Um, we now have a, a, a place, the rack, that's as tough as all the other places are that we travel to in the league. And it's just awesome. Our students, even during the break, have, you know, came and, uh, you know, the community and, and uh, season ticket holders have, and, and made it loud and, and make it an exciting place and, and a tough place to come and play. So uh, it was a great night. Uh, you know, in this league, you can't think about the wins too long or the losses too long. So you have to really bounce up. We got a really tough uh, Minnesota team who, who won last night, too, against Penn State. And uh, they're coming to town next and uh, pose a whole different challenge for us than this game the other night. Let's go through it a little bit because obviously Geo hasn't played since the Caldwell game. And I come into the office last night and, and I, when I got into the arena, I saw him warming up and it looked different to me because it looked like he was in uniform, but I couldn't tell. And the first thing you told me was you're getting him back, which was, which was great to hear. You play the three games prior and you got through it quite well you went two and one the game you lost at Illinois we talked to you briefly afterwards uh, was a winnable game and you guys played really hard and to me what was impressive was in that environment you had a chance to win that game up to a 209 to go I knew I know Ron slipped on the one play that would have been a short basket um, but what did you take from your team with the way that everybody stepped up and covered for his absence yeah you know I, I mean it's great and what's you know good teams are built you know on and um, you know, we always tell these guys all the time, you always got to be ready and prepare yourself to be ready because you don't know what the uh, obstacles are around the journey that we're trying to take here. And, 
um, you know, I think guys just stepped up in, in his absence and, uh, you know, he's a real leader for us too. So I think guys stepped up in that, you know, capacity. He's, you know, a good defender. Um, but, you know, what kind of makes us special this year is we got, you know, nine guys and seven have led us in scoring out of, you know, and they're all ready to play and they all bring different gifts to us. And I think when you watch the games, um, you know, you, you sub guys in off the bench. I think we were 19 to 2 in points off the bench yesterday. So, um, you know, guys come in and give us huge lifts, and that gives the starters a chance to rest. And then they come in and play with high energy, and each guy is kind of filling voids. But it's a whole sacrifice, too. They all got to sacrifice a little bit, you know, and I think they're really learning the value of that and, um, you know, playing together and, and sharing the game. And you saw that when Gio was out, you know, like we didn't really miss a beat. I didn't bring up his name that much, you know. Mm -hmm. next guy up and 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 it wasn't just one person because you can't fill it, it in with just one person but you know Caleb and you know Montez and you know Jacob Young and Paul all you know filled in um it had to do a little bit more and the exciting part was that they did I love uh Joe and I Joe Boylan we were talking before the game started and we were talking about the atmosphere and it felt a little different than the Penn State game walking around before the game felt like a playoff type game last night against Indiana and it felt like it once the game started, but maybe not so much prior for whatever reason. So we're talking about what's going to electrify the fans tonight, what's going to get them going. And Joe, this was off the air, and he says, you know, what's what's great about this team is you don't know, and we, we've talked about this, you don't know from, from game to game who's going to be the guy. And what really struck me driving home last night after the game was – I don't know that there was one guy last night. Like, you know, it's been certain games, so-and-so has a big game. Jacob Young kept you guys in the game at Illinois last week. That was the obvious one. Kwasi had 14 points last night, but it was a quiet leader-type 14 points. It just seems like it's such a complete unit right now with a long way to go for sure. But you've got to be thrilled to what you've done in such a short time, I would think, in that way. You know, I mean, and it's credit to the guys. You know, they just all have, you know, come together and, and – you know, and sacrificed, and we have that written up on our wall, and, you know, I keep reminding them we're picked 12th, so, you know, we have to do more, and we have to sacrifice more and play harder, but, you, you know, they've done that. They want to win, and with winning comes, you know, sacrifice, and I like the way we moved the ball yesterday. I like how we were connected defensively, and that's every guy, you know, that comes in the game, and, and you know, I hope they feel really good about that because every guy that checked into that game was so important, and the guys that didn't check in the game are just as important because the two days prior, they helped us prepare for this game. And they had to simulate Indiana's offense and out-of-bounds plays and all those things. And so those guys are just as important, you know. But I liked how we practiced for two days, you know, leading up. I, you know, liked our prep. And I think, you know, Coach Knight and Coach Hobbs and Coach Hain do a real good job of, of getting us prepared. And, you know, uh, and the environment makes, you know, a young team – feel really good and I can't tell you how much and how important that is you know guys just play harder when their fellow students are in the stands and you know the crowd is cheering them on and you know and you know this league it's just a tough place to go on the road now we finally have that home court advantage too which everyone else has enjoyed for a long time well I think a couple of things one the, the students coming out last night while they're not back in class yet says a lot about them and the program and part of that to me too is your team is just fun to watch and this is nothing against the group you had year one but you were a grinded out let's try and hold teams to 50 points to give ourselves a chance and play some ugly basketball because it wasn't 
where you wanted it to be. This group, man, between the alley-oops, the transition, you can play half court defensively is sensational. And it just every which way, you don't know from play to play what you're going to get. And it's, it really is. It's, it's a fun watch when you come to the rack. I mean, in the past, we, we counted on a few guys really score. And if they didn't score, it was really mm-hmm. like a tough time. And now seven different guys have let us in scoring. You know, it, it's it's just different. Like one night, you know, Miles wasn't on and, you know, Gio wasn't playing and we still won a game. You know, in the past, if, if that were to happen, it would be real tough to win a game. And like you said, you know, you get Jacob Young coming off the bench doing, you know, the things that he's been doing in the play, uh, you know, that he's – and then you get, you know, a quasi, you know, was in a little bit of a, a lull for a couple games and now he comes back yesterday and bounces back and shows shot and gets to the rim and gets some layups, huge play at the end, makes a couple threes. I mean, you know, Ron Harper plays great defense on the other. He doesn't have his normal scoring night, mm-hmm. but he holds their best player to four points a season low. You know, those are the things that kind of go unnoticed. So he didn't, you know, particularly every shot didn't go in that he took, but he really helped us win. And, you know, I thought Miles settled down and Shaq comes in and grabs some big rebounds and does, you know, does does his thing. And, and Montez gets us off to a good start. He gets a couple assists. He gets a couple breakaways. You know, Caleb McConnell, solid and steady. You know, so you just get a little bit of everything and, and – and, uh, you know, when when they are together like that, no one's worried about anything other than you know getting a stop or or executing a game plan. You, you know, it makes it makes it exciting, and I think you see the growth too. And these young guys are you know getting a little bit older and and, and getting more a little more used to you know where we are. Managing your health care can sometimes feel overwhelming. With the new Horizon Blue app from Horizon Blue Cross Blue Shield of New Jersey, you get the care and support you want right in your hands. Now you can have all of your health care coverage details and access to support at your fingertips. Get help scheduling appointments. Find doctors and specialists. Access your coverage details. Get updates on your claims. See easy-to-understand cost details and get support straight from the experts at Horizon. You can even see a doctor wherever it's most convenient for you via your smartphone or tablet. Downloading the app is easy and free. Text GetApp to 422-271 today or find it in the App Store or Google Play. There is no charge to download the Horizon Blue app, but rates from your wireless provider may apply. The Horizon Blue app, it's not just an app, it's your direct connection to care. New episode of the Pikele Podcast. Let's talk about growth for a second. And I know you don't want to talk about you. It's about the team. So we'll do it in a different way. Read the article uh, that came out last week from John Feinstein, uh, going back to when you made the decision to come here. When you look at where you were at Stony Brook, and you could have been, and you will go down probably as one of the best coaches there ever. But when you, when you go back to that day, and you could have remained there for the rest of your career and been a godlike figure, <laughs> for lack of a better term. And you made the decision to come here. What does it what – what has changed about you in the four years? What have you learned about yourself as a coach having taken that next step to, as we've talked about, this conference? And while you still have a lot of work to do, you've made amazing progress in three-plus years. You know, I think what I've learned in my time is – and just what I learned, too, at, at Stony Brook, great staff. Just great staff. And then try to recruit great kids from great families and, and – uh, kids that want to take on the challenge and and I didn't sugarcoat the challenge to guys I told kids that came aboard hey Gio like you know we're we're losing games in league play by 20 plus points we're not competitive we're not 
this is what's ahead of us. We can get this done, mm. you know, but it's going to take you a lot of work and you're going to have to, you know, fight through some tough times and all those things. And, uh, you know, so to, so, you know, the lessons I learned at my other stops were the same here and the obstacles too, you know, just, a, just a little different. Every university has its obstacles and, um, you know, but the one thing I always go back to is people and, you know, try to surround myself with good people and a great staff and, uh, and every guy, every person is so important as you build programs. It's one thing I learned from Jim Calhoun day one when he was building that UConn program, Howie Dickerman, Central Connecticut State, Carl Hobbs at George Washington University. It takes like everybody. It takes the marketing, the tickets. It takes, you know, the alums to come back and help you out. It takes, you know, uh, the guys you recruit that believe in you and, and believe in the place, you know, it just takes it just takes everybody. And, um, you know, it's no different here. We, we've been able to assemble that and keep it together in the best league in the country. Is it hard to, I guess, trust people to do their job and be able to, I don't say oversee. I mean, you have your handprint on everything, but you have guys that have to do what they're set out to do. Is trust the biggest thing when you assemble a staff and the kids too? I, You know, I think it really is because the one thing that this place uh, did to me was it took me away from here a lot more than at Stony Brook. I just have a lot more obligations, mm -hmm. you know, off the court and traveling and recruiting nationally and you know, I was on that campus a lot at, you know, Stony Brook, but here it takes me away, and it then takes you away from family more, too. Um, you know, so you really have to trust, you know, your staff and your people and empower them, and, you know, and you hire great, you know, great people, and they're all at different places in their career. And um, and then the hard part is, too, you, you, you assemble a roster, and they're all at different places, too. You got some seniors, you got mm. some freshmen learning, and, you got to help everybody through the obstacles that freshmen have different obstacles than sophomores. Sophomores have different obstacles than juniors. Juniors have different obstacles, you know, than seniors. So your roster is like it's not one shoe fits all, you know, kind of thing. And it's the same way in the weight room. It's the same way academically. Same thing basketball-wise. And it's the same thing with your staff. So you got to do a really good job of, you know, explaining to your staff what you need from them on a daily basis. And even when we go through the tough times, you know, like I'm, we're, we're a real young program. Like be positive. Like these guys are working their tail off for you know I love these guys you know let's try to help them and let's try to do the best we can but we have a great core here you, you know um, we, we try to treat the kids you know the right way um, and try to make sure that we have them well prepared and um, you know we try to have some fun too along the way so it's 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 been a journey and, I, and I'm excited about the journey of this season too because it's not over yet as the obstacles we've already encountered and you know I'm watching games last night I'm like oh my god yeah. nobody can win a game on the road in the league everyone says you know like no really nobody's winning you know yeah. it's a league it's so competitive and the coaches are so good and um, you know the challenge is, is great every game and we have certainly uh, another 14 war ahead of us and a bunch of those on the road you know so it's uh you know it's it's daunting but it's fun and and you try to keep it that way too but you also know you're here to make sure the kids graduate and um you know have a great experience meet the great people at Rutgers and and that they're able to have the tools when they move on in a short period of time to be real successful. You mentioned winning on the road. So after the game last night, I got home, and I'm sure as you saw, Penn State, Minnesota. And ironically enough, you're playing Minnesota on Sunday. So I got to watch probably the last 12 or 13 minutes of that game. And Penn State had, had every opportunity to win that game. They just I, I couldn't put the ball in the basket in big spots. But what is it about the road that is so difficult in this league? I mean, it really is, and, and obviously this year's 
you know, having 12 teams ranked in the top, you know, like it's the league's always hard. I think last year at this time we had eight teams ranked, mm-hmm. you know, we had eight teams go to the NCAA tournament, but now you got 12. I mean, it's such good coaching and these venues are so energized and packed and, you know, you're always going to not shoot as well on the road. It's just if you go statistically mm-hmm. for everyone across the board, um, you know, so that's always an advantage when, uh, you know, for the home team. Uh, but, I, but I just think the energy the crowds give and the great attendance and, you know, that you lump in the travel and you lump in the schoolwork and then you lump in, you, you know, quick turnaround times, you know, and, and those things all factor in. I was, you know, watching the Maryland you know, Wisconsin game the mm. other day at Wisconsin, and it came down to, you know, one possession. He hits a big three, Davison from the corner. Right. And, you know, Maryland was up, and that's the difference. Like, if Maryland played great in that game, Wisconsin's playing great. Shot, if it doesn't go in, Maryland wins. He swishes it, and Wisconsin wins. You know, it's it, it's it's so hard, and we just tell people, and when, when I watch games, and I don't ever get so caught up on the ending. You know, like you sometimes lose the game in the first four minutes. Everyone always talks about the end of the game, but there's a lot of things that go on before the end of the game that could have changed. You know, could have changed the you know the outcome of of the game. So, it's uh, it's interesting. The more tape I watch, I was watching Notre Dame the other day in Indiana. Uh, obviously, we played Indiana, and you know, it's a missed free throw. It's a, a bobbled ball that goes out of bounds that could have you know could have been Notre Dame's ball. Instead, it's Indiana's yeah. ball. Indiana scores on that possession. Then uh, Notre Dame drives to the basket, and it's a jump ball. Well, guess where the arrow was pointing. The wrong way, right, of course. Indiana ends up winning the basketball right. game. And I said, I brought my staff in. I said, this is – so this came down to, you know, two guys fighting for a rebound. It just happens. They should have mm-hmm. had it. Bounces out of bounds. And then this comes down to the other end, the jump ball. And the arrow, if it was pointing to Notre Dame, they would get another shot at it, a close game. Instead, it's pointing the other way, and they get fouled, and they win the game. You know, so, so many things that factor in. But you watch the entire game, and you say, oh, we could six other ch- – you know, it shouldn't have sure. come down to that. You know, so it's tough. Traveling on the road is tough. Winning games at this level is tough. And we now have 20 of these. So they've added two more. Like, it's just two more games, and one of which is – on the road in the past those two extra games would be played here right you know at the rack so you're just really and i see our league our league's beating each you know it's really good teams beating each other up to see michigan state get blown out like they were the other night by purdue to see purdue get blown out like they were at illinois it's those games aren't even competitive yeah it's 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 crazy too but there's also you know there's all these elements too that go into it you know like I always say prep time mm-hmm. and how tired your team is and you know like tell me how the whistle's being called that some games they let you play rough and physical and other games are blown the way you know like so those are things too that factor in that i think sometimes you know as a coach you sit in a room and be wow the coach could have done this because it's like those things factor in and and i i wish i could have more control over you know the prep time and and the uh starting game time like you know we play at illinois 11 o'clock in the morning you know, that's not like a normal, right. you know, time for us. And, and, and so that makes it a little bit different. You know, you have to change your whole 
uh, routine. You have to get the guys up a lot earlier. You have to do those things. So um, not that, you know, you have to fight through whatever obstacles they are, but there's so many different things that, you know, factor in. And you're just trying to win a game by one. Yeah, you know? that's it. And then cross it off the list, move on. That <laughs> exactly, is it. Exactly. Dude. That's what we try to do. Cross it off the list. We're pick 12th. Who are we playing tonight? We're playing number six. Can 12 beat six? In order to do that, you got to do A, B, C, and, and let's do it. And let's do it together. And let's hope that this guy's not sick. And let's hope this yeah. guy's thumb is good. And let's hope this guy is in foul trouble. You know, because all those game plans are good until one of those things happen. New episode of the Pico podcast. Going back to the game against Indiana last night. Um, earlier, you're talking about how the whistle gets blown. Was it when Miles picks up the foul only a couple of minutes into the game? Was that in your mind automatic? If he gets a quick one, let's get him out so we don't lose him for a larger portion of the half. Or was that just? You know what? I always try to read some things here too, and 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 we were very aggressive at the beginning of the game, and I wanted to stay in that mode, and so. After he gets one foul and aggressive, you know, I, you know, and he's young too. So he said, let me give him a quick blow here and, you know, get Shaq Carter in. continues playing aggressive and we'll get him back up. And it really worked out for us, you know, yesterday. But I knew, and there are post-up guys, I knew they were going right at him as soon as that happened too. So mm-hmm. kind of changes how they have to approach it a little bit too. So Shaq came in those first few minutes and gave us some, you know, good, some good, some good minutes. So, um, you know, but every game's a little bit different. Every game's a little bit of a feel. But I didn't want us to lose our aggression now. And, and what happens when a guy gets a foul like that who's been in foul trouble in a couple of these games, all of a sudden they're getting layups. Right. He's just bodying up and, and walling up. I didn't want that. I wanted to stay aggressive on, on the attack. I thought he did I thought he did a really good job. You talk about just putting his arms up. But there were plays made in the second half where he went straight up and down. And I thought we were kind of watching him mature on the fly. And it allowed him to stay in the game. And such a big presence. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, again, you know he's a bright kid and he's you know started learning but he's he's young too he's young in his basketball even in high school he was injured he d- didn't play all four years he, he you know he uh you know he he's still young and he's growing and he's grown leaps and bounds since he got here and you know that's part of you know him him growing and mature we need him on the floor too i mean he's an important part of it. his length is so um, you know, beneficial to us in so many ways. And, you know, the fact that he can finish around the block shots and he grabs traffic rebounds as mm-hmm. well as anybody in the conference. So he has his work cut out, though, on Sunday. Uh, Daniel Toro, their big guy, is, I mean, arguably right now, I, I think the player of the year in the league. That's how he's playing. I mean, as, as good a player as there is in the conference. And that's, you know, every night for Miles and every night for Shaq and, and, and Mamadou, like – there are a lot of good big guys in this league. I think this separates this league from a lot of other leagues too. And that, you know, night in and night out, you got a Caleb Wesson and you got a got a Toro and like last night Davis and you know, obviously the big guy for Illinois, uh, you know, uh, Coburn, Coburn, you know, Kofi Coburn. So you have so many guys like that. You really need your guys, you know, to not be in foul trouble. Coburn to me has been the most impressive player, and Osumo too. But Coburn's size—he just looks like a guy that they cut out of a rock. I mean, it doesn't look like he's got an ounce of body fat on him, and he's skilled at seven foot. He looks like. Boy, if he plays four years, he is going to be something to deal with. Well, he's uh, something to deal with year one. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, he is just uh, 
a physical specimen. And and like you're right, I mean, that's why those guys continue playing basketball for a long time. There's not a lot of DNA like that. And and then when you add to it the size and he's able to run up and down and jump and, mm-hmm. you know, like there's not a lot of people in the world. I always say that's why those big guys, you know, go into the NBA, get paid a lot of money because there's just so few of them that can do what he can do. And, and uh, you know, he certainly uh, – you know, it's one of those talented young players, but we got a lot of talented young bigs in this conference, boy. As you continue to go through it and every obstacle that comes up, you really, you know, this conference is in a good place. A lot of good young players and, you know, a lot of good programs and good coaches. Did you know that it takes an average of five seconds to send a text message? At 55 miles per hour, that's like driving the entire length of a football field while blindfolded. The New Jersey Motor Vehicle Commission would like to remind you that if you're behind the wheel, put down the phone and just drive. No text message is worth costing you money, your license, or even someone else's life. Get the facts and share your thoughts at justdrive.com. This message is brought to you by the New Jersey Motor Vehicle Commission. Technology is the backbone of every business, but choosing the right technology requires time and resources most IT managers cannot spare. For 30 years, SHI International has helped businesses select, deploy, and manage IT solutions that meet their unique business goals. From end users to the cloud, SHI helps build and maintain some of the world's most complex IT environments. Find out how SHI can help your organization by visiting SHI.com. That's SHI.com. SHI, innovative solutions, world-class support. Final couple of minutes of the Pikel podcast. All right, Minnesota on Sunday. Two things. Number one, going to be a sellout again. Do you ever allow yourself to sit back and say, you know what, this is cool. And I I know you don't like talking about yourself, and I I think that's awesome. But what you've done in four years, not even, three and a half years, is pretty remarkable when you see the crowds. And this will be, I believe, the fourth straight sellout that you guys have. Do you you ever give yourself a minute to to pat yourself on the back? You know, I I, I don't, but really because, you know, I think they want to come to see our players. It's a player program. And our guys have been here. We finally have some continuity. That guy's no Geo from a year ago and two years, and now he's a junior. He's grown, grown in the program, and, you know, it's so much about them. It's their year, and it's their their time. But, you know, yesterday I was pulling in the parking lot, and I told you this before, like I had a first. You know, I had a guy, you know, to stop me, and, like, to, you know, can I buy a ticket? Like, it's tremendous. Can I buy a ticket? And I said, boy, I think we've come, like, a long way because I remember my first year, like, we could have been standing on the corner you know, with free tickets. Yeah. And, and I don't know if I would have had anyone stop, you know, and to have a guy, you know, uh, do that. And uh, I didn't have any tickets. And I right. said, I wish I could because I could use a few myself, <laughs> you know. And, and, and I said, you know, you know, every now and then you take a deep breath and you say, wow, that like that has never happened before, you know. And, uh, uh, you know, it means that. You know, all the sacrifice and the work that you've done, but more importantly, the kids, you know, have done. And I say this to the fans all the time and everyone, they'll come to the game and see these guys. I said, like, they they had class today. They had to meet with tutors. They had to do rehab. They had to lift weights. Then we grilled them with film and they got to know the game plan. And then we got to go out there and practice our brains off, you know, and then after practice, they got to take care of their bodies and then go to class again. You know, like it's it's a it's a it's a huge demand and 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 the kids and you know the parents know you you know a little bit what their kids you know 
but other people don't really mm-hmm. know that it's not just you know and, and Rutgers a great school academically so they have challenged you know it's and, and and so the work that they've done has made people want to come to games and and they share the game and like you said alley dunks and you know like last night I'm watching us play and I just said we had great spacing that was something we took from the Illinois game like the things that we hit on to improve in from that game to the next we really did an unbelievable job of improving on those and you know they didn't have to do that right. they decided it was important I said if you do do this you can win and, and and they won and they shared the game and they you know ran the floor and played with great spacing and, and, and a great passion and that's you know part of the journey but you got to have kids I've been on teams too that, that nobody's listening right no you know like no like you guys gotta you know if you want to go on this journey you gotta you know these are the things and I've been on these journeys as a player and I've been on them as a coach like I want our guys now to experience you could talk about it like you know, I want I want them to experience this I want people to want to come and watch them play like and, and because they play the right way people come to watch you know so it's it's very much a you know player driven situation I respect all the work that they have to do and the sacrifices I mean the sacrifice everybody wants to you know shoot more everybody wants to play more you know like that's everywhere and mm-hmm. that's not just in college that's in the NBA but that's in middle school my son's playing middle school and everyone wants to you know, like, but it's can you do something special as a team? In order to do that, someone's got to maybe I, I, I got to defend this guy today. And I'm not going to take any shots. Like I got to, you know, maybe I got to rebound today and maybe I got to be a great passer because I'm going to get double teamed and, and not try to score over double teams. You know, like those are the sacrifices that go into each each opportunity and, and opportunity to be great. And hopefully we can continue, you know, getting better and doing that. And that's the thing, Jerry, I like most about this team. I still think like we can we can get like a lot better and we have to because the good teams now that are going to finish the you know get better so some teams will stay the same some teams you know because of you know circumstances a guy's injured or some teams will struggle and and the good teams will continue to get better because the scouting report's out now right so you have to be better than the scouting report now when, when people come into the rack they're like oh we we're gonna play our a game we better play our a game in the past they come in here with their c game and like we're gonna you know and and so we got to be better than the obstacles that are getting harder and harder to face because we're not sneaking into anyone's gym anymore no you, you know not at 13 and 4 12 and 0 at home and four and two in the conference through six pretty good pretty good so So, anyway minnesota one o'clock on sunday looking forward to it the rack is going to be packed i look forward to another episode with you in about a week or so sold out and i always appreciate our episodes thanks for taking the time all good good luck on sunday coach thank you let's jump into pepper's world of play look for spring flowers hunt for muddy puddles and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.